Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. Are you still listening? Good. Take a deep breath. You needed a break. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. So, yes, you can literally stream a stream. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation. The chilling new original docuseries on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean and a woman named Sylvie. To the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Welcome, everybody, to The Early Edge. I am your counselor of cash. The coach, of course, you know it. He's calling PGA Tour Live right now as we speak. You can't watch it now, though. you got to watch us. You can tune in to him after the show. This is The Early Edge. It's Thursday. We've got a lot to get to. But before we get to that, let's look back at what we did yesterday. And listen, if you look at the right side of this screen, we did great. But if you look at the left side, not so much. Uh, not the best day, but we had a lot of wins in here. Astros' first five money line for me didn't come in, even though Astros put up three runs in the first inning, six unanswered by the Cardinals. Not a good look for that first five. Don't worry, we'll be back in that department very soon. Let's take a look before we bring in the stars of the show to what's going on on CBS Sports HQ. Coach has told you we are dominating this platform. We are in there all the time. And we see amazing Grace Remington at one o'clock on CBS Sports HQ. And who is she have by her side? Chip Patterson, prop stars, Matt Snyder. That's all at one o'clock. And then at six o'clock, Matt Snyder is back. And then the maestro again, Larry Harstein at six o'clock as well. So make sure you turn tune in to CBS Sports HQ because we've got a lot coming to you today in particular. Speaking of today. Let's get to the stars of the show. Let's bring them in right now. And we'll go to the marquee matchups. But I got to say, I, I, I got to say, Danny, when you're on the show, I always almost like think of the Rocky music. It gets me kind of pumped up because I see you on, on Instagram and Twitter and, and you're doing all the really cool videos. I, I love having you on the show. I, exactly. Exactly. I trust you're going to have some fight picks for us today. Oh, you know it, man. There's fights every Saturday from now until, I don't know, it's like two months straight. So I'll be here every Thursday ready to, uh, like I always say, if two people are punching each other in the face, I'm willing to bet on it. <laughs> All right. So we got picks for Saturday, and I can't wait for that. By the way, speaking of picks in the future, AB, I got to think you're starting to get excited for NFL season because we are Zach Martin days away from NFL season. Of course, that means 70 days away from NFL season. That means it's right around the corner, buddy. It is, man. I'm fired up. And I'll tell you what, man, like, you know, our man Brasco here talking about, you know, betting on fights. Look, just come to a Nashville bar tonight. There'll be fights right outside of it. Look, me and you, see ya. We can sit up right on a table outside a patio, have a couple of drinks and bet on these, you know, just street fights, man. I'll set lines. I'm there. <laughs> I love it. Speaking of setting lines, I, I have a take and we'll, we, we may not have it on this show, but I think the Tennessee Titans aren't getting enough credit this season. I think we're talking about a runaway with a certain team in the AFC South. I, and, and that might be true, but I think the Titans might have um, something to say about that. Speaking of something to say, everybody in the chat, thank you for being in here. I see you, Wenzel. Uh, I see you, Mike. I see you, Bronco Jim. 
uh, hit the like button if you would. Go ahead and hit the like button. When I'm hosting, I always like to feel like nice and good inside knowing that everybody's hit the like button. So please do that for all of us. Let's go to the marquee matchups. Let's go to the dog of the day. We've got Chiefs dog of the day. Which MLB underdog are you following today? And Danny, I'm going to start with you. We've got the Rays at the Diamondbacks. We've got the Guardians at the Royals. That's Bieber and Granke. And we've got the Brewers at plus 160 at the New York Mets. That's Doogie Hauser and Max Scherzer. Who are you liking today? <laughs> I love the Hauser reference there. I'm actually going to go to the biggest dog on the board here and run with the Brew Crew at plus 160. Look, I think the, the line is inflated on the Mets just simply due to the name Max Scherzer, right? He, his stuff is certainly not what it's been in the past. He's actually averaging the hardest uh, average exit velocity uh, hit rate off his pitches in his entire career. So people are barreling him up. And Adrian Hauser has actually been pretty serviceable for the Brewers this year. He does not a wipe them out, blow them away type of pitcher, but he does miss barrels. And the Mets are a kind of contact team, doesn't strike out much. But when they're missing barrels, they're just grounding out and they're easy out. So I think he could go toe-to-toe with Scherzer, even if we do see a good performance from him. And I think the line is just simply off due to the name, like I mentioned. So I'll go with the Brewers to take three out of four from the Mets at plus 160 here. Yeah, Alan, I'm going to agree uh, with Danny here because I do think the line is a little inflated. and it's, it's because of the name recognition with Max Scherzer. So I would probably lean that way, too. And it's interesting that Danny brought up exit velocity because we might have something to say about that very thing later on in the show. But where are you going on the dog of the day here? The Diamondbacks, the Royals or the Brewers? Yeah, it's a great question, right? And look, I don't disagree with you in regards to the Brewers because it just seems so difficult to bet on the Mets, man. Like, just putting it all together, it's tough. Now, Scherzer on the mound, obviously that changes things. But again, it's not even like Scherzer is Scherzer right now. But as soon as I say that, like, he goes out and just has a dominating performance. I'm going to go with the Royals here. Give me Kansas City playing at home. I think that their offense can get this thing going. And while I don't hate the Guardians whatsoever – um, man, they could go quiet too. Yeah, give me the Royals here. I'm gonna roll with them. Yeah, I actually don't mind that play either. Granky, I believe his splits at home are, are are pretty solid. And the Cleveland Guardians, you know, sometimes they hit and sometimes their bats go to sleep. So this is one of those situations where I think Kansas City is definitely a live dog here. So I absolutely like that that one as well. Those would be first and second in my order as well. Speaking of first and second, before we get to our second marquee matchup and pick the prop. We got to do something first, and it's here a word from our partners. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing to growing your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account, Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, taylorbrands.com slash Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. 
Baseball has begun, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Samphill, every Monday through Saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes. We'll break down the biggest performers, news, and prospects who could make an impact this season. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. Well, we're back, and I knew we were going to hear a word from our partners at some point. Okay, let's talk about picking the prop. Which MLB slugger goes yard today? Let's bring up the graphic. We've got three interesting hitters here. we got Giancarlo Stanton at plus 275. That number feels a little short. Sohei Itani at plus 300. No number feels short for Sohei. And then we got J.D. Martinez at plus 350. That one is at Coors Field against Chase Anderson. It's probably the direction that I'll be going. But, Danny, I'm going to start with you. Where are we at on our home run prop here? It's interesting to see Stanton up here because he's not often on this graphic, but he did go yard last night, and he is a streaky kind of hitter. Once he catches fire, he tends to hit a few in a row. So it could be Stanton, but how do I not take Shohei Otani at plus three? I mean, three to one odds for a guy facing Lance Lynn, who's given up 19 home runs over 90 innings. I mean, I don't think I need much math after that. We don't need to do too much dissecting here. Lynn's giving up the long ball. Shohei's hitting him in a crazy clip. Enough said. I'll take Shohei. All right. Shohei it is. And Alan, where are you going on pick the prop in terms of the home run? Stanton, Otani, J.D. Martinez. Yeah, look, we're going to go Otani as well, right? Uh, Otani's hitting uh, over 400 against Lance Lynn in his career. Uh, and a lot of them are being, you know, have been home runs as well. Uh, we're going to talk more about why Otani is hitting so well, not just against Lynn, but just in general right now. That being said, Mike Trout, has had decent success home run-wise against Lynn as well. It's just everything else he doesn't. He struck out a ton. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Mike Trout go like one for five with a 450-foot home run, right? But I'm going to go Shohei Otani here, man. I think he's the dude today uh, to put the money on. All right, and I'll go with J.D. Martinez at plus 350 uh, over in Coors Field. The ball should be flying out of there. By the way, Rebecca O'Connor in the chat, she says, Doug Gim gave us some hope this morning, but the hope has faded. That, of course, was referring to one of my first-round leaders. Rebecca, I think we still have a couple other first-round leaders that are at least in the conversation. I know Sam Ryder has really gone off. He was six under when this show started, but uh, we've got to listen. We've got some golf later on in the show, a little tease there, but we've got some golf going on right now from all of our picks on the early wedge. So, Rebecca, thank you for being active in the chat. And hopefully, instead of Doug Gim, maybe Ludwig Aberg or, or someone like that can emerge as a first-round leader. But before we get to my golf pick, and before we get to Danny's pick, and before we get to A.B.'s picks, we got to hear another word from our partners. On May 23rd... I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? Okie dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount Plus. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. 
Okay, that got me fired the hell up. Yeah. Like, dude, now I want to go get in one of these fights outside. That's awesome, man. Let's go. (laughs) So, yeah, it's funny because you know what I stumbled across, Alan, yesterday and Danny? I stumbled across, uh, and I have this sort of saved on my phone. I'll probably tweet it out at some point. But you know how Virginia Tech comes out to Metallica every home game? Yeah. I stumbled across one of those intros. I think it was on like a CBS or ESPN or whatever, and they were showing the whole thing. Man, if that doesn't get you fired up, I just truly don't know what will. And for the record, uh, college football, I'm speaking of Virginia Tech, college football starts 12 days before NFL starts. So we're 58 days away from college football. We're inside two months there and 70 from the NFL. So listen, you all know, everybody that watches this show knows how heavy and hard we go in the NFL season with all of our shows, with all of our content, the primetime games, articles, picks. Uh, you name it at Sportsline. There's so much content, more content than you'll ever know, because you really have to search the whole thing to really appreciate the depth at which we go when it comes to football in general, but the NFL specifically. So we got to change gears. We got to go to maybe a, a, a softer climate, if you will, from a sports standpoint, because I'm going to go with my golf pick. Uh, we can't get super rowdy when it comes to golf unless you, unless we've got live picks. But I'm going to go with a three ball that goes off at 1.27 p.m. Eastern Standard Time today. So you have plenty of time. you got a few hours to put this in. It's plus money. It's a three ball. I looked at the matchups. I didn't like any straight matchups. So I'm going with a three ball here. Alex Smalley plus 120 over Grayson Sig and Jonathan Bird. So this is one of my classic three balls where I think you can take Jonathan Bird out of this equation. So to me, this is a straight up matchup. Alex Smalley against Grayson Sig. Now, Grayson Sig has been playing pretty well, but Alex Smalley's metrics are really jumping off the page to me, particularly when you look at him against Grayson Sig when it comes to the off the tee stuff, which is going to be really important on this course. Uh, off the tee is, is, is more important here than it's going to be at a lot of places. And Alex Smalley hits the ball a lot further and a lot more accurately than Grayson Sig. So I give him the edge there. I give him the edge on the metrics. I also think he's just straight up a better golfer. So I think plus 120 is a very reasonable price here. So give me in this three ball again, which starts at 1.30 Eastern Standard Time, Alex Smalley, plus 120 over Grayson Sig and Jonathan Bird. So that's my golf pick. Uh, listen, if, if you watch the early wedge or if you read my article on Sportsline, which is posted on Sportsline every Tuesday night, I have all my picks in there. You've got a lot to track this entire weekend. So hopefully we can come through for you again on that. But A.B., it's it's time for me to go your direction. You've got a couple baseball picks here and we got a lot of baseball today. So let's get started. Yeah, absolutely. All right. And now, uh, speaking of college football, what you just said, uh, I want to remind everyone, week zero and week one, all right, you're going to hear old thoughts that people will say, uh, you know, play unders, play unders. No, 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 no. Play overs at the beginning of the season because, look, defense needs someone to practice against. Offense does not. They're running seven on sevens all summer long. The defense has to have an offense to practice against. So it used to be defense was ahead of offense. It's complete opposite. Bet points, they're going to happen left and right. All right, now, Major League Baseball, we have two plays. All right, so let's get these right out of the gate because I want to show something of why we're on both of them. All right, so first off, Shohei Otani, all right, and Kyle Schwerber. So Shohei Otani over one half total bases, minus 120. I wanted to play Otani over one and a half hits, runs, and RBIs, but it's almost at minus 180 now, so it's too expensive to do it. All right, now, Kyle Schwarber, same deal, over one and a half total bases at plus 100. So, Snake, hit me with the graphic, and I'm going to show you why. We spoke about this yesterday on the early edge in five, and I'm going to break it down just a little bit more here. All right, so first off, don't 
pay attention to the misspelled identifying in the bottom left. We fired that person. They're already gone. Don't worry about that. But <laughs> we're talking about the barrel zone here. All right. And you see the zone 50 degrees, 25, zero degrees. All right. These two guys, Shohei and Schwarber, are living and paying rent in this zone. 25 to 30 degrees is your optimal just launch angle to hit a bomb. That's exactly how you do it, and that's how you get after it, okay? So these two guys are living in it, feeling in it. You see the exit velocities. Pete Alonso as well, he's hitting missiles. They haven't been going out, but they've been hitting the ball hard. So Otani, Schwarber, we even had Schwarber yesterday off a lefty. All right, but dude, it's a double down the line. Thought we had a bomb. Alonzo, yeah, man, like it was close. But look, that's why we're going with these two guys. They are seeing the ball well. They are putting it right there in that 25 to 50 degree zone, and they are mashing left and right. So, yeah, give me Schwarber and give me your boy Otani. Now, here's another one. I'm going to throw this back to you. Danny, see ya. Three plays, the NFL, we're ready to go. All right, these are my three favorite plays already right here in the NFL that I've placed. Number one, Steelers to miss the playoffs, minus 145. All right, they're in a division to where the Bengals, playoff team. Ravens, playoff team. Browns, playoff team. I'm not down on the Steelers, but they're not sending four teams from the AFC North to the playoffs. So give me that minus 145. Second, Jaguars, over 10 wins, okay? Minus 120. Now, here's the thing. First, we're getting this number at 10, not nine and a half, not mm-hmm. 10 and a half. We're getting it at 10. Number two, in the AFC South, they could sweep the Texans. They could sweep the Colts. They could sweep the Titans, and it wouldn't really surprise me. And the last thing, they play two games in London every single year. These are home games for the Jaguars. They're used to it, ready for it. Other teams, they've never done it before, right? So Jaguars over 10 wins. Last one, Packers over 7.5 wins, minus 120. Again, I think the Packers are going to be better than people think. I think Aaron Rodgers is a, it's addition by subtraction. The fact that he's gone, the quarterback, the head coach, the GM, they're all motivated to show that he was a problem. He didn't pay attention to the young receivers at all with that team last year. And I think Jordan Love is a much better quarterback. People give him credit for They've got a run game. They've got receivers. They've got a defense. They've got an offensive line over seven and a half wins in a division where they can sneak up on some teams. I'm with it. So I throw it back to you. Yeah, you know, Danny, why don't you go first here? And then because I have some thoughts on all three of these. Let's let's try to let's see if we can do it in 60 seconds or less on all three, Danny. Okay, as do I. Yeah, I mean, I like the first two a lot. Steelers to miss the playoffs, like you mentioned. I mean, the AFC North is a battleground this year. The Ravens are much improved, and it should be a two-team race there with the Browns having plenty of talent to compete. So I agree with you. The Steelers look like the odd man out there in the North. Uh, The Jags, like you mentioned, in the South Division there in the AFC, every other team besides the Jaguars seems to be in rebuild mode. Even the Titans, who are always ready behind Vrabel, but there's a lot of transitioning happening there. The Packers is tough. I mean, the NFC North is up for grabs this year. It's a totally reshaped division with the Lions being the favorite, so I wouldn't be surprised if the Packers could pull off some wins behind Jordan Love, but uh, the first two I'm definitely with you on, so I like those picks, man. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you, Danny. The Packers one, I think, could go either way. It obviously depends on Jordan Love. I'm not the biggest Jordan Love backer. I couldn't believe when and where he was drafted a few years back. Uh, With that said, they do have a good team around Jordan Love. So that one makes sense to me. But I really like the Steelers one. It's not because I want to fade the Steelers. I understand what Mike Tomlin does with this team with limited talent on a very regular basis. 
But in that division, I mean, you just the Ravens, the Browns and the Bengals are too strong. And for the record, the AFC is so strong. It's so loaded that you're probably only going to get two or three teams out of that division. So I love the Steelers missing the playoffs at minus 145. The Jaguars in general, I think, are overrated. But when you look at their schedule, over 10 wins makes a lot of sense. This is a very soft schedule, not just in division, but outside of their division. So I do like that one as well at Jaguars over 10 wins, uh, minus 120. Uh, Alan, thanks for bringing that up. We are excited about football. 70 days out, and we're bringing up some props that you can bet right this instant if you want. And, and Danny and I agree with Alan, especially on those first two. Those are very solid numbers, very solid props. Speaking of solid numbers and solid props, Prop Stars has a site play for us. So does Stephen O. So let's bring that up real quick. Um, we, we always like to put some site plays in here. We got the Red Sox money line minus 120, and we have the Brewers plus one and a half. Prop Stars has the Red Sox money line minus 120. I think this is a great pitching matchup. I actually kind of like the under here a little bit as well, but I do agree with Proppy. This is a Brian Bayo, who we bet on quite a bit. He is a really strong pitcher. And while Luzardo is good, and while the Marlins have been beating up on the Red Sox, I think it's a really nice bounce back spot uh, for Red Sox and Brian Bayo. And then, of course, the Brewers plus one and a half. We already talked about that. We talked about how that plus 160 was a pretty large number, a pretty long number that we kind of like. So, of course, we're going to like the plus one and a half at minus 125 here as well. All right, those are the site plays. We got AB's plays. We got my play. Now, we need to kind of get ready. We need to kind of loosen up a little bit for Danny's plays. Danny, it's fight night. Well, maybe not tonight, but it's about to be. Let us know what you got. Well, let's get fired up for another fight night on Saturday, guys. Back with some UFC picks. And we'll start in the main event, as I always do. Not going to lie to y'all, bit of a head scratcher here between Sean Strickland and Abus Magomedov. But I'm going to go with the favorite Sean Strickland at minus 150. And look, sharp action seems to be coming on the underdog. This line keeps moving down, so maybe we're getting a great discount. But simply put, I don't know enough about his opponent to back him, even as a plus 130 dog. Abus Magomedov, Strickland's opponent, is coming on the scene just absolute scorching hot fire. Really, really high-level uh, kickboxer and highly touted prospect. But he got a 14-second knockout win via front kick in his UFC debut against a much lower level of competition. After that, he catapults himself to this main event slot, and he's facing a guy who's very defensively sound, just keeps that high guard up, marches you forward, and looks to land boxing combinations. And if Strickland can avoid the kickboxing game, that kicking range of Magomedov, make this fight wear on and take it into deeper waters, Magomedov may be deeper than he's ever been in a fight, and we could see Sean Strickland really wear on him and use that cardio and experience advantage. So for those reasons, I'll take the favorite Strickland, but it is a weird fight, and if the upset was pulled off, I wouldn't be too surprised. Little weird fights uh, in the main event here this, uh, this Saturday. For my underdog of the week, I'm going to go with Ariane Lipsky. Big plus number here, plus 185. I think the odds are too wide on this. I feel like this is the time to buy on Lipsky. This is the highest her stock has been, and we're still getting a big plus money price. She looked the best she's been in her in her last fight thus far in her career. Looks like to have a really damaging strikes, and I think she's physically stronger than she's ever been. She can impose that strength in this matchup. She's taking on Melissa Gatto, who's a skilled grappler, loves to snatch up those arm bars and those legs, but if she can avoid the submission, which she always has, she's never been submitted in her career, I think she could be the more damaging striker on the feet and take this with more big moments. And finally, let's close with the two-leg parlays, which have been doing good for us on this show. I'm going to close it out with two rising stars to both get it done in two fights that'll be tests for them in their young career. That's Ismail Bonfim and Michael Morales, both facing good fighters. Bonfim against Benoit Saint-Denis, a hard-nosed scrapper, but 
simply put, ben, uh, excuse me, uh, Bonfi's talent level is just much higher. And uh, Morales against the veteran Max Griffin. Good fight there, but I think Morales has just more overall talent and uh, will break into the rankings with a win against Griffin. So combine them for minus 116. There's an underdog, there's a two-legger, and there's a favorite for three UFC picks this Saturday. I'm fired up. Hey, see ya. Go ahead. May I say something real quick? Yeah. Right, so our man Eddie in the chat. Brought up the next one. Next Thursday, let's shotgun a Red Bull right before Danny's takes, right? <laughs> Dude, we ain't got to wait till next Thursday, son. Oh. Hey, and also, I got to say in the chat. I'm going to chuck all day. Go ahead. I got to say in the chat, I see some people putting out uh, fantasy matchups, which I love. One of them was AB versus Brasco in a Waffle House at 2 a.m. The pick on that is fight not to go the distance. That's the pick on that. <laughs> And I saw First I saw up, someone else. A fa- fantasy yeah, the fight's not going to happen. Yeah, the fight's not going to happen. It's going to be us versus food. That's how it's going to go down. Continue. Yeah, uh, neither fighter could make weight on that one. And I saw Daniel Vogelback versus Rowdy Tellez fantasy baseball matchup. I'm going with Vogelback with the cardio advantage. Somehow I feel like he has good cardio. That fight's not lasting more than a round, though. But I love it. Fire away the fantasy matchups. <laughs> love the Red Bull Chug. He's always got it handy, chat. And by the way, Grayson, you wanted a shout out in the chat. So shout out to you, Edwin, Caddy Daddy, that bet you put in there. I'm not a big fan of uh, for golf today. Let's take a look at the recap screen before we get out of here. And we've got me with a golf bet in about three hours. Alex Smalley plus 120 over Grayson Sig and Jonathan Bird. We got Danny Brasco with Sean Strickland money line at minus 150. Lipsky money line plus 185. And then a money line parlay minus 116. Bonfim and Michael Morales. And then Alan Bell, Sohei Otani, over one and a half total bases, minus 120. Kyle Schwerber, over one and a half total bases, plus 100. And don't forget about his NFL props, two of which we absolutely loved as a show. The third one looks pretty good to me. Site play, Red Sox money line, minus 120. That's from Poppy. And then, of course, Brewers, plus one and a half, minus 125 from Stephen O. Ladies and gentlemen, love the chat, love the participation. Really appreciate everybody hitting the like button. Let's do it again tomorrow. Don't forget about Early Edge in 5, and don't forget about CBS Sports HQ because we've got Early Edge people all over at 1 o'clock, 6 o'clock. Make sure you check it out. Ladies and gentlemen, it's all the damage we can do. So there's only one thing left for me to do. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window. For Jake the Snake on the ones and twos and threes and fours. For Danny Brasco, for Alan Bell, I am your counselor, and we rest our case. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. 